All right, Maggie, to all our beer drinkers out there, this may come as a surprise, maybe yeah. not to some, but Bud Light is no longer the top selling beer in the U.S. That's because Modelo Especial took over the top spot last month. Oh my goodness. All right, so according to an analysis of Nielsen data by consulting firm Bump Williams, Modelo represented more than 8% of retail store beer sales in four weeks ending on June 3rd. Wow, Bud Light was just above 7%. Well, the drop right. in sales coincides with Bud Light teaming up with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Anheuser-Busch says a single can with Mulvaney's face was given to him and wasn't for sale to the general public and not part of a broad campaign. Hi-yow! Info Ninja. Or should I say Ninja. Info Ninja. We definitely know that Bud Light is not the number one beer anymore. I had to play that in the beginning. That's not new news, but there's an interesting connection to to that. The whole idea of go woke, go broke, that goes with this episode. But an interesting connection between Modelo being our number one beer and Bud Light not being the number one beer anymore that I don't think any other podcast has made. So let me be bold and say this is an exclusive. So you're welcome. The number one beer in America now is Modelo. And I, I haven't had straight Modelo before. I've been drinking Negro Modelo for years. It's a fantastic beer. But has anybody made the connection between the fact that we have Negro Modelo as the number one beer in America and there's never been a time in American history where the borders have been more open? We've never had more people immigrating from Mexico in the history of our country. And now the number one beer in America is a Mexican beer. Just saying, just saying, maybe we should stop blaming Dylan Mulvaney and start blaming Joe Biden. Rock and I think it's a right for people that bad and kept care. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. I guess I can't say that anymore. This is a podcast. Back when I was on radio, I could say thanks for tuning in, but now you're not really tuning the knob. So thanks for clicking in. And speaking on clicking, why don't you click on that share button? Share the Info Ninja. Get this message out to friends. It's like a snowball. The more people you share it with, the more people they share it with, the next thing you know, we get our country back. Amen. So let's get to it. So the theme of tonight's program is a familiar one. Uh, go woke, go broke. But it's it's kind of on the, the sad side. And just like you can't tune in your radio anymore, they don't make them like they used to, they're definitely not making companies like they used to. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. If any part of you thinks that Bud Light, Target, any of the Hollywood woke-ass companies are doing the woke stuff because they really have virtue, it's anything outside of a virtue signal, you're crazy. These people don't stand for any of this stuff. They don't believe in it. They're not up there because it's a cause they're passionate about. They're up there doing what they're doing just to make money. Bud Light did the tranny thing because they thought it would make them more cash. Target honestly doesn't care if trans babies have swimming suits or not. The, the idea of a trans baby is just a funny, it's sad, it's terrible, but it's, it's a funny idea that there are parents out there that will do this to kids. It's, it's awful, but really Target? So I don't think they really believed in any of that stuff. These Hollywood movies, they don't believe in the in gender swapping, the little mermaid or any of that crap. 
They were hoping it would make them money. And what they're finding out with a lot of their films and Target sales and Bud Light sales is, is that it's not working out well for them. People are not into it. But all this is true of these companies and maybe they've learned their lesson. But if they do it now, have they learned their lesson? And especially if it's a company that hasn't learned their lesson yet, like hasn't had their sales drop dramatically or their fans walk away. If a company chooses to go woke right now, maybe they really do mean it. Maybe it really is a a virtue, not a virtue signal, because you have to be a moron right now to be the CEO or in charge of a company and decide to go woke. You have to be blind to not see what's happened to Bud Light and so many other companies and celebrities and all this stuff is not working out and people are walking away from it. Not just the fans, but companies are walking away from diversity, equity, and inclusion officers in their office. They're realizing that this was a big liberal hoax, essentially, and it's not working out too well. But if a company decides to do it now, I don't think you can claim ignorance. I don't think you can go, oh, we learned our lesson. I think if a company does it now, like you're willing your company to fail, maybe you actually do have a backbone, like maybe you actually believe in this, but you know most of the population or at least a big chunk of the population doesn't believe in it. If you do that as a company now, at least as the leader of a company now, I think you're open to lawsuit. I mean, you have if a board, you know, of of a company or the leader of a company, they have a fiduciary responsibility if it's publicly traded to the investors. So that means that they have the responsibility to make informed decisions. It doesn't mean that a decision will always work out, but you have to kind of leverage the risk. And there really is no risk associated with going woke you know you're going to go broke. So as a company, you have to care more about what you believe in, I guess, than actually having a company. Like people that work there and, you know, produce something that people buy and then the money gets recycled and you continue to stay open. That's not going to happen if you go woke because you're going to go broke. It's an it's an equation. There's an equal sign between the two. It's a fact. We all know it. So why would any modern day company, after seeing all this stuff happen, decide it's their turn? It's maybe it'll work with them. Maybe they think that like they're going to be the company that finally gets people to realize they've been wrong the whole time. Trans babies matter. So weird. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, one of my I don't want to say childhood heroes because I, I mean, he's not a real person, but James Bond. That's right. The James Bond has gone woke. Oh, I hate it. It, it hurts my soul to say it out loud. There there had already been some woke-ish type James Bond activity this year. 2023 is not a good year to go woke. Maybe try 2024. Maybe you'll go less broke then, but this year for sure we know. But back in February, James Bond, the James Bond Society, it's actually the Ian Fleming LTD Society. It's family members and people that have been very invested in the James Bond you know, icon. They kind of direct the franchise into the future. And their most recent direction in February of, of this year, 2023, was to go back and change the old books. So if there were any stereotypes in those books or offensive language in those books, they removed it. Effectively, they're they're just trying to clean up the past. 
So they did this and they were kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Other books, Dr. Seuss, you know, had done this where it might be offensive. It's not inclusive enough. That's a bad stereotype. And they're just removing books altogether or removing the information contained within the books. Probably to get some attention and maybe get some positive attention that would lead to sales of older books. They can reissue the older versions of James Bond. People will buy them because they're collectors of James Bond. And those that may not be collectors but are really into the progressive stuff, they're going to become James Bond fans. That's probably what they thought was going to happen. It did not. Now, they they did not get massive backlash, but they did not get an increase in sales because of that. So keep that in mind when you find out about their next decision they made. Oh, shit. Not good. This one comes to us from NotTheBee.com. The headline, the villain in the new James Bond novel wants to replace King Charles the Woke and doesn't like open borders or gay Marxism. And before I read, I I just want to read this little tiny snippet that someone posted on Twitter from one of the pages before we get into the article here. So it says Burkitt was an ex-Tory MP famous for promoting COVID vaccine mask wearing and 5G conspiracies, all of which spilled over into the usual anti-immigration, anti-EU, anti-BBC, anti-MSM, anti-cultural Marxism, climate change, denial pronouncements. That's like one sentence, folks. Do you think they could cram any more wokeism into one sentence in a James Bond novel? So it reads, James Bond, the guy who used to stop commies who wanted nuclear war or mad scientists from poisoning the planet and repopulating it with a master race, now feels uncomfortable in a room full of white men. I'm not I'm not kidding you. Here's a here's something they they cite from the book. This is an actual paragraph from the book. Bond was struck by something. It was a long while since he had been at any kind of function that was almost exclusively full of men. It felt strange. There was not even a pretense at diversity here. This this book is out of control. I think the plot of this book is progressivism. I think the story is wokeism, and that's a problem. When when you sacrifice story for message, a woke message, the product overall suffers and people don't want to participate in it. Mark my words now, okay? This will be the worst-selling James Bond book of all time. It says in 20 years, we've gone from M, that is like James Bond's boss, M, M calling Bond a misogynist pig to Bond becoming a neurodivergent queer ally who loves his globalist pals over at the WEF. And they cite another paragraph right here, but I'm going to play a little game with you. So I have two paragraphs in front of me and I'm going to read one of them. One of them is from my diversity, equity and inclusion manual. The other one is from the new James Bond book. You tell me which one I'm reading from. Athelstan hadn't been the least bit concerned about ensuring that half of the people he'd hire to carry out his coup should be women or non-white or disabled. This was an unapologetically old school gathering in Athlethans, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, world, he was the king and can do whatever he wanted. Talk about an evil guy. Like this guy doesn't want to poison people. He doesn't want to blow the world up with nukes. He doesn't want to build a base on the moon and shoot laser 
lasers at Earth. No, this guy doesn't want to hire women. This guy doesn't want to hire non-whites. Way worse than global destruction. You lie! And for many of the liberal progressives, there's no difference between global destruction and not having diversity and equity inclusion for the sake of having diversity, equity, and inclusion. Me, the Info Ninja, I have no problem with diversity or being inclusive, anything like that. I just think that we should have people around because we like them and they're good people, not because of the color of their skin. So anyway, moving on. The article says, yes, this is from a real book called On His Majesty's Secret Service that came out this summer. Obviously not making a lot of waves in the sales department because we haven't found out about it. I bet you Hollywood does not turn this one into a movie. And I don't think they will because I don't think Hollywood is going to back this because Hollywood's learning hard right now that if you go woke, you definitely go broke. But at least this may be the end of it. Maybe James Bond will do this. We know Hollywood James Bond is not going to play ball with the awoke James Bond because that doesn't make any sense. So maybe Hollywood won't participate. The book sales won't, won't do well and James Bond will get back on track, right? Wrong. This one comes from popsugar.com the next james bond should be black and british and we're tired of asking great now we're gonna race swap james bond i'm surprised they didn't do a race gender swap james bond there and what i find i'm not gonna read this article but what i find most interesting about this article is is that they literally are making the argument that they should go with a non-traditional james bond that is black rather than white but they should definitely have to make him British because that's the traditional James Bond. He's British in the books. He's also white in the books. He's white and British. But these people don't make the connection and they never will. I'm going to go watch one of the good old James Bond movies with Sean Connery. I'm going to watch from Russia with love just because it'll piss off the progressives. They hate Russia. I'm not a Russia fan, but I, I'm a big fan of pissing them off. Oh, you go fuck yourself in your fat fucking ass. So I leave you with the immortal words of the best James Bond, Sir Sean Connery. hi yow Info Ninja. Years ago, you did an interview, which may come back to haunt you. What, you know what I'm going to say, right? No. Okay. You did an interview <laughs> in which you said... Uh, Not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't love that. I haven't changed my opinion. Uh, you haven't? No. Not at all. You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad. It must, I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. Uh, what would merit it? Well, if you have tried everything else... And women are pretty good at this. They, they can't leave it alone. Yeah? They don't they want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the last, last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again and, and get into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. To give her a good slap? Yeah, absolutely. What if she gives you a good slap back? Well, then you get into another area. I mean, uh, then maybe she's getting to like it, and then it becomes something else. I don't know. But uh, no, no, I, seriously, I think that uh, it's the last resort. He's not going to do it because he wants to do it. Huh? Wait till people see this interview. Are you going to get male? Might get some female. <laughs>